Hi, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing I've entitled Value Added Integrity. The text is 1 Thessalonians 2, verses 1 through 8. As we turn the page to chapter 2, it would appear from the text that Paul stood accused of another agenda besides just preaching the gospel. In response, he decries any impure motives, trickery, or flattery in winning people to Christ. Rather, Paul writes, we speak as messengers approved by God, or as another version says, as men approved by God to preach the good news. Take a look with me. You yourselves know, dear brothers and sisters, that our visit to you was not a failure. You know how badly we had been treated in Philippi just before we came to you, and how much we had suffered there. Yet our God gave us the courage to declare his good news to you boldly, in spite of great opposition. So you can see we were not preaching with any deceit or impure motives or trickery. For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. He alone examines the motives of our hearts. Never once do we try to win you with flattery, as you well know. And God is our witness that we were not pretending to be your friends just to get your money. As for human praise... We have never sought it from you or anyone else. In this letter to the Thessalonians, Paul illustrates how he had deliberately lived an upright life before them. Here, as in other places in his letters, Paul sets himself up as someone who should be imitated. I can't even imagine that. Paul lived out of a pure heart, which is why he could say he was approved by God, and his actions spoke loudly of his integrity. Hmm, what is your definition of integrity? Think about that for a moment. Would you say something like, what you do when no one's looking? Or integrity is being honest and fair, of high moral fiber. Well, those are okay. Before today, I would have been content with those answers, but not anymore. You see, I came across Stephen Carter's definition of integrity, and I am really taken with it. He said, Integrity, as I will use the term, requires three steps. One, discerning what is right and what is wrong. Two, acting on what you have discerned, even at personal cost. Three, saying openly what you are acting on your understanding of right from wrong. Now listen to this. He said the first criterion captures the idea of integrity as requiring a degree of moral reflectiveness. And indeed it does. The second brings in the ideal of an integral person as steadfast, which includes the sense of keeping commitments. The third reminds us that a person of integrity is unashamed of doing what is right. Carter has taught law at Yale for 30 years, and he's the author of a 1996 book entitled simply Integrity. If you agree with that definition of integrity, then number two should galvanize you to action. Again, number two says, acting on what you have discerned, even at personal cost. It should galvanize you to action, right? And for Christians, to live with integrity creates an even higher standard, sort of a value-added integrity. For if we believe God has assigned us a task and do not do it, our failure to obey is a breach of our integrity. Paul reminds the people of the mistreatment he and Silas had suffered at the hands of the Philippians. You can read about that, and you'll remember back in Acts 16, when they were flogged, put in stocks in jail, 
Remember later that night they were singing and there was an earthquake and they were freed? Yet, in all of their suffering, they continued preaching the gospel. The question is why? God had called them to the task and they obeyed, even at great personal cost. It was God they sought to please and not people. Paul's motives were not self-seeking. They were pure because of his desire to please God. How are you doing in the area of integrity? Could you strive for more than just being honest? Could you do what you say you are going to do and be moved to action in the way, ways God leads you? In small ways and big ways, even taking risks? Then you would dare to impact your world in ways just like Paul. Amen. If you'd like to see this text or again get the details and or Carter's definition of integrity, you can go to pastorwoman.com.